As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit for your free audiobook download. Hi, everyone. It is Stephen from Majorspoilers.com. Thank you so much for downloading and listening and sharing this podcast with a friend. You know, when we sat down to record this fate arc for Critical Hit, I had no idea that it was going to be so much fun for us. And I didn't expect so much positive feedback from all of you. I'm really glad that you're enjoying what we're doing. And we are really happy and excited to be producing it for you. Now, Modern City is only going to be a short run for right now. Maybe in the future it could be a little bit longer. Members.Majorspoilers.com If you like the superhero genre, I've got a suggestion to you. Head over to audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit and get your free audiobook download. Check this out. They have hundreds of thousands of audiobooks available for you to listen at any time that you want. Put them on your MP3 player, your iPod, whatever that you want to do. And you can listen to them when you like, where you like. And they have a big selection of superhero books. I'm looking at some of them right now. Uh, here is The Law of Superheroes from James Daly and Ryan Davidson. This looks at the law behind uh, superheroes. Then there's a book that I remember listening to on audiobook form a long time ago called Soon I Will Be Invincible, a novel by Austin Grossman. Really fascinating. It flip-flops back and forth between the hero and the supervillain. Uh, it's, it's really good. Then you have books like The Science of Superheroes that looks at what makes a superhero work or not work in the real world. Ah, there's so much to be found over at audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit. Look, maybe you don't like superheroes. That's okay. That's totally okay. There's lots of D&D books that are available as well. And if you don't like that, if you like art or history or biography or science fiction or fiction or real fiction. Is it called real fiction? I don't know why it's called real fiction. Maybe because it's based on real facts, but it's still fictionalized. I don't know. Go check out those books over at audiblepodcast.com slash critical hit today. Sign up, get your free audio book, and thank you so much for your support. This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. VIP stands for very important people, and their small monthly contributions ensure that this podcast remains free for all of you. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. I sure do thank you for your support. 
Now, here's your show. Welcome to Modern City, gleaming metropolis and crown jewel of the Gulf Coast. Completed in 1953, this fully planned city was built using revolutionary swamp draining technologies. No city is more modern than Modern City. And no city is safer. Look, kids, up in the sky. It's our very own superhero, the modern man. Shining defender of the American way. So take a trip down. We guarantee you'll want to stay. Modern City. What could possibly go wrong? Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. Oh, we hope you enjoyed your visit to Modern City last week and the creation and the buildup and the history of this uh, of this uh, setting for our fate game that Brian is running for us. But now, we need something to do, Brian. All right. It's time to tell some origin stories. Yes, it is. It's time to come up with some heroes. Uh, the very first step in this is you need to come up with two aspects. Aspects are short descriptive phrases that convey some element of your character. Uh, the first one you want to come up with is the high concept. That's just basically the general premise of your character, the overall concept of that character. So would that be like, um, you know, our character name? Like, uh, well, not no. the name no, necessarily, it's like a but concept. Well, but I'm thinking like if if you were doing a Superman type yes, character, it'd be, it'd be Superman, the, man of, the man of Steel. Yes, would be your high aspect. The Man of Steel. The Man of Steel would be your high aspect. Yep, that's okay. right. Yes. Your high concept. The Man of yeah. Bronze for your. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the other aspect is what? The other aspect will be trouble. It'll be like uh, it can be a weakness. It can be just something that you regularly face that provides your character adversity. So could so, that be like a, a recurring villain? It could be. If that's if you have a recurring villain that is constantly causing you troubles. Yeah, an arch nemesis would definitely make a good trouble aspect. For Spider-Man, it's, you know, his social life always coming. Okay. Yeah. But so, but I'm looking here on our fate Batman's sheet. would be the Joker. And I see multiple aspects. Yes. Can you have multiple aspects? We yes. Going to you will have, have five. Oh, okay. So we so, all need to come up with our high concept first. Yes. Yes. Do we talk this out, or what? How does this work? We, we can. Yes. How does this? Uh, and and it's we, a good idea to talk about it so we don't have too much crossover. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. So yeah, you uh, definitely will want to decide like what kind of roles if you're going for a particular kind of hero. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make sure that not everyone is playing a, a super strong guy every, with flight and invulnerability. Not everybody's playing Batman. Yes. Yep. <laughs> My aspect is high concept. Batman. Batman. Well, I mean, it, it could be something pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want to play Batman? I don't want to play Batman. Oh, okay. World's greatest what? detective and crepe crusader. Yeah. Are you sure you oh, don't want to play Batman? World's greatest crepe crusader. Crepe yeah. crusader. The crepe oh, crusader. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense if it's in Louisiana. And, yeah. The Cajun crepe. Yeah. The Cajun crusader. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so what do we do? I mean, well, lead us, game well, master. Okay, go ahead. Well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, give me. So, I know. How about, can Matthew, we go around? Can we go around the table and do everybody else first? So I have sure. a yes. chance to see how uh, this is done. 
I was going to say Matthew sounded like he already had a real <laughs> strong idea of what he was wanting to do. Yes. So I say, lay it on us, Matthew. What are you thinking you want your character to be? You want my, my high concept? Yes. Give me If you have a high concept right. ready, uh, throw it at me. The Nomadic Ghost of the Highways. Nomadic Ghost of Highways. That is awesome. So... He's probably not so much a hometown hero. He just kind of found his way here. You think? Or? Just passing, just passing through. But is that that's your through. character name? No, that's no. Okay. high concept. That's my high concept. Okay. Do you know what my the? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what the name of your character would be? I do. And what would that be? <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> okay. Okay. My character's name is Jetstar because. He drives a 1965 Oldsmobile Jetstar convertible, candy apple red. He is this this vehicle is legendary. People see it before trouble, wherever trouble starts. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow, wherever there's trouble, you'll find Jetstar. Nice in his Jetstar. In his Jetstar. It's not actually clear whether he is Jetstar, whether the car is Jetstar. He doesn't really have a whole lot of explanations. Mm -hmm. But Jetstar kind of shows up and bad things have happened. Or maybe bad things happen. It's hard to say. (laughs) That is definitely interesting. Uh, So would your trouble be something along those lines? Uh, Always finds trouble or trouble follows him or he follows Trouble, Trouble definitely follows him. Trouble definitely follows him. Yes. So. That's Trouble definitely. follows Jetstar, which is one of the reasons why he's always on the go. <laughs> Fair enough. That's definitely interesting. Uh, anyone else have uh, any ideas what uh, they want to do with their characters? I have a I have a high concept idea. Okay. Former supervillain. Former supervillain. Oh, nice. Yep. So, <laughs> um, so I definitely is think that also your trouble. <laughs> I think former supervillain, or you know, uh, and infamous character it would definitely be something along the lines of the trouble yeah um i'm not yeah i'm not entirely sure like i think his trouble might be old acquaintances <laughs> yes yeah that definitely makes sense and that uh, and that goes both ways like former supervillain partners and mm-hmm. heroes he's fought who mm-hmm. don't have any love for him <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, that definitely yeah. makes sense. Now, if I can spell so, acquaintances, I'll be set. And you put that in your high concept you. area? Yeah, so my high, high concept is former supervillain, and my trouble concept is old acquaintances. Okay. So what uh, manner of supervillain were you? Were you a master uh, Actually, um, let's see. I think he started out as a... Basically, he started out as a um, just kind of thug type supervillain mm-hmm. and then at some point he kind of got elevated to like a um like a headliner that would fight against spider-man kind of thing it's like <laughs> we're giving this guy a push i see and then eventually uh the people got behind him they were buying mm-hmm. the comics that he was on so eventually they're like well let's just make him a hero question do our heroes have their own comic books they could in this i mean you said yeah that's that's kind of how i was approaching it 
uh, from a meta level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, 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 you mean in, in, the, the, universe. in the universe? Oh, no, no, no. My character wouldn't have a comic book no, in the universe. No, but I'm saying, you know, like you Matthew's could. character. Your character could, okay. if that's what you want. No, I'm just Definitely, curious. you know, like, for example, the modern man could be the sort of hero that would have his own, his comic, own book. comic book. That's what I'm asking. Yes. Yeah, yep. that's what I'm asking. Or a modern man comic came out after his disappearance. Sure, sure. There you go. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just curious because you threw that out there and I didn't know if that was tied back into our world building that you said can't happen when our characters are being yeah, built. I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. say that we all have No, 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 things. but I'm saying... I'd say if you want to think about it from a meta from level, a, yes. that's the sort of thing that could help you with things. Right, right. Like, well, especially as we move in later, because yes. there's, you know, literal, <laughs> literal crossovers. There are, yes. Yeah. So, you got an idea, Rob? Uh, yeah, I've got an idea. I'm not sure where my high concept is. Um, mm-hmm. So we're setting this in 2015, basically, right? Yep, yep. modern day. Yep. yep. Okay. Because um, eight minutes into the future. Yes. Because right. my general concept is I want to be the star running back of the Cutlasses. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then a vigilante at night. Basically. It'll save every one of us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> vigilante by night. I think I think vigilante it's- by night is your. High concept, concept yes. and your trouble might be the, running back for the cutlasses yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> they probably have a schedule and you yes. have to travel. Yes, and you have to travel. Those a fees lot are steep, man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, vigilante by night. Uh, the reason I was asking about the date was because I also want to be either the son or grandson of Phil. Phil Hassenpfeffer? Yeah. Phil Hassenpfeffer. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, he yeah. Must, he must hate yeah. you then. That's, that's, oh. that's why I went with the running back. That's, yeah, that's an aspect mm, for later, maybe, I think. Yeah, your, your aspect is Definitely. black sheep of the family. <laughs> so you would yeah. be grandson, probably. Well, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. It, you, wouldn't be the, you wouldn't be the son. You'd have to be, gosh. Well, I could be the, son. the thing is, they're drafting they're drafting kids into the NFL at like eighteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. he could be pretty young. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, yeah. he but could see, be the would... young son. I mean, who's to say yeah. Phil doesn't have eight ex wives? Yeah, could <laughs> be a young son. son. Well, because we don't know when Phil was playing in his prime. I, let's say Phil played in the when that's he was a, in his thirties and forties because another wasn't Babe Ruth old when he played? Yeah, baseball so. players have a hell of a lot longer lifetime on the game. So he could have been any other sport. So I would say, if you want to be his grandson, like go for it. If you wanted to be his son. Go for it. Like I, th- I think they're. I think both I'm gonna possible. go with grandson. Yeah. The mm. star. So trouble. Star running back of the cutlasses. And that's good because that, uh, like Brian was saying, that builds that kind of Spider-Man dynamic. Mm-hmm. Right, of, like yes. what gets in your way is your real life yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, and, you know, yeah. is not a problem for Superman, for example, who yeah. could just, like, change really quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that can very easily tie to being the grandson of, mm-hmm. yeah, Phil. Phil. So. All right. So, I don't know how this goes down, but um, State Insect of Louisiana, the honeybee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My guy is a um, kind of like a tech scientist who... Um, Wants to be a hero, so his 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 gimmick is technology helps him to do it. Mm-hmm. But he has no superpowers; he's just an average guy. Um, he's somewhat out of shape, mm. and so I'm thinking of the name Yellow Jack Tech. It's Yellow Jack instead Tech. of Yellow Jacket. Yellow, Yellow Jack, Jack Tech. Tech. Mm, it's a pun. Mm. I could work. You don't yeah. like that? I don't know. 
I think I think Could we can do better. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, But it's it's not a bad place to start. So what's his high concept though? I mean, is it um high tech meets superhero or high tech bug? High tech bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High tech li- bumblebee? The high tech bumblebee? The bionic bee? The bionic bee. <laughs> I actually like the bionic bee for the hero name. <laughs> but he's not bionic, though. That'd be the true. only problem. <laughs> what, is, that what is his people? primary uh, technological... Is he kind of a power suit kind of guy? No, he doesn't. No? He doesn't have a, a power suit. Is he, he like has a gadget like, guy? He's like a gadget guy. A gadget so, guy. like, he's got a. He's basically got a, a stun gun that he'd call the Stinger, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he has some kind of little jetpack that lets him fly around mm-hmm. when he needs to. Um, you know, just this little compact thing that he's right. built. Well, what um, about buzzer? something like? Yeah, something like Rocket Bumble or something. Rocket I, Bumble. I don't know. Just throwing stuff out. <laughs> hmm. Well, oh, so I know, I know. The Rumblebee. The Rumblebee. Ah, oh, okay. that's good. So, does where does that go? Where do you put your name at? In so, the thing that says name. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Under looking. ID. So we're doing as again mentioning we're playing Roll Twenty. So we all so. have online character sheets, and so what's happening is these ghosted out things. I would are say not showing in up in the ID at the top. So Rumblebee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, High tech Bumblebee. So the trouble aspect is he's an ordinary guy. That's just yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's a good one because he's not he's not bulletproof. He's not any yeah, of these. Yeah, I mean things. you could say like no superpowers. Yeah, no superpowers. Right. Yes, no superpowers. Somewhat out of shape. Power slow. That was going to be another question. What is our level of superpowers? Like, or not even just level, but power origins, power types, like. Are we going to have just tech and vigilantes? Or are we going I think to have I, I, I'd say not mutants, I, but I'd mutants? say again. Well, I mean, why if you not? Zombie I, gators, I mean, you might as well have some yeah. mutants. Why yeah, not? again, I think we want to do like a broad kind of DC universe, Marvel yes. universe, okay. as far as types, right? There's just anything. So, he could have been bitten by a radioactive bee, right? Sure, or or been given magical bee powers by a bee god, you yes. know, like that. That sort of thing. Like, that would be fine. <laughs> and in order to transform into Rumblebee, he must shout the magic name that stands for the seven bumble gods. Yeah. <laughs> Dopey, Sleepy, Doc, and Honey. Whatever. <laughs> no, my guy is not that. Yeah. He's no. just right. a high-tech so that, Bumblebee. As far as power level, I would say, um, like... Uh, like Marvel Comics protagonist level. Yeah, yeah. If that yes. if that gives you a power yeah. level there. Mm-hmm. It's like Spider Man, yes. Uh Sentry, no. <laughs> Hulk no. Right. Uh, Hulk like borderline. D- well, it depends which Hulk, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hulk is definitely the borderline. But I think we've already done all of our characters though, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we don't have to worry well, about someone creating well, Superman. But but yeah. for example, like Matthew's character is like a time displaced ghost type thing. So right, it's right. like you know, we we do have to like decide, or and, like my character literally has no. I haven't come up with any powers. For oh, okay. Yet, so yes. yeah, 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 same here. Like I was thinking, uh, I was actually thinking somewhere along the lines of being invulnerable, mm-hmm. uh, with no other superpowers, and having it possibly be a genetic trait, where mm-hmm. Phil might have actually been a metahuman. And, and that's why it was such a good picture. And that's why it was such a good picture. But there mm-hmm. wasn't any way to detect it. It's not. It wasn't anything significant enough 
significantly enough outside the human norms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think yeah. that sounds good. Uh, you can. Uh, uh, the other thing that we'll uh, basically there's three things we're going to define or potentially define during character creation. Okay. One of them are these aspects, which okay. we're doing now. The other one is the stat array. That'd be the careful, clever, flashy, forceful, quick, and sneaky. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, you have a three, two twos, two ones, and a zero to put in whichever one of those you want. Yeah. Uh, the last thing is called stunts. You can have uh, between like three to five of them total. Uh, those st- are your powers? Those, That'd be our powers in this case? Yeah, for the most part, they will represent your powers within this game. Okay. They uh, are kind of like feats in a fourth edition okay. uh, equivalency. Uh, so basically, uh, what you can do is you can... Uh, there's two ways you can define feats. You can have them give you a, a consistent plus two bonus when using one of those approaches in a particular manner. Okay, so, I'm confused, so well, we'll just go through this. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get to that. Okay. So should we do skills first, then? Or should we add other aspects, or what happens here? I think uh, we will uh, continue to define aspects. Okay. But the reason I was bringing up stunts is because Rob, since uh, he's thinking about being invulnerable, he could easily have uh, choose to have one of his stunts be to ignore a hit once per game session. Cause that's, okay. Yeah. That'd be just like a little mechanical bonus that you can activate and okay. have it fire off. And so, okay. So I'm just I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. So, if Rumblebee uses mm-hmm. his stinger, which is this like stun gun kind of thing, mm-hmm. would that be a stunt that gives me a bonus or not? It definitely um, could be. It could be, but uh, but it's something you can only the, use once. Yeah. The thing is, you don't want your primary mode of attack to be a stun. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm trying to figure like, out. Yeah. So, like, you're a stunt. Like, mm-hmm. whenever you're zapping stuff, that can be your stinger. Mm-hmm. But your stunt could be like overcharge, where you like tweak like anything technological to make it do more damage or how higher attack. Yes. I don't remember exactly how combat works. Yeah, basically, your attack roll will be the damage, depending on right, what they roll right, for defense. Right, yeah. so, so, yeah, so you could be, like, it would be more something you would do in a pinch, mm-hmm. or something that you, mo- like, temporarily, something that temporarily affects you. So, like, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So, Rumblebee yes. will reveal his secret identity soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's developed this little device that... He can call a swarm in of bees mm-hmm. to act as cover should he be, like, really losing in a fight and I need to get out of here. Pushes his little swarm button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bees come and start attacking in this area. Right. That yeah. would be a stunt. That would be a stunt. That okay. would definitely be a stunt. You can definitely okay. say, you know, once per turn, use the hypersonic bee summoner to... Uh, once per turn or once per session? Or once per session, sorry. Yeah. To uh, escape a scene. Yeah, and it's definitely used for escape. Yeah. That's frustrating. Was that? Oh, the character sheet, there's no way to slide the window. Yeah. Like, over. Over? Oh, to see the... What? Over or where, exactly? Like, like um, there's no scroll bar at the bottom. Oh. There's only a scroll bar on the side. So you have to open yes. up your window a little bit bigger. So you have to... But you said they are working on... Yeah. Making your character sheet open up in a pop-up window or something yes, that you can move uh, outside the browser. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so I think I understand stunts then. 
Yeah, basically yeah. one-time gimmicky bits. Or they can be a plus two constant bonus to a narrow focus of one of your approaches. Okay. Right. So, so for example, tech genius yeah. could be a stunt. Yes. But that so wouldn't be a whenever, skill? No. Whenever you are cleverly doing something with mm-hmm. technology, yes. you would get that persistent bonus. So yes. essentially it would be like making a new weapon or something out of existing technology. Uh, sure. Yeah, that would yeah, be it. You'd apply it there. Yeah. Tech genius. Right, right. But like, even if you're doing something, like if you're cleverly talking your way past guards, you can't, uh, yeah. you can't use, right. you cannot use tech genius. Okay. Yeah. Like that's, that's what he means is like, it's, it applies consistently to a skill, but the focus is narrow. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's definitely a good thing. So just keep those in mind because you can. Uh, add those as you think of them to add to your character, and we can okay. talk out okay. how to exactly define those as we go. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, everyone's got a uh, a pretty good idea of their uh, high concept and their trouble. Mm-hmm. And these can be fine-tuned as we go. Sure, sure, so, sure. Okay. Oh. So, now, uh, basically, we're going to more or less have everyone go through kind of a debut issue or an early adventure, or it can even be your origin story. Uh, basically, just think of an early adventure, uh, describe it, and figure out some other aspect of your character to define here. In-game, aspects will uh, have basically two uses. Help you get fate points so that you can spend them for bonuses later, or let you spend those bonuses for fate points that are tied to those aspects. So, like, for example... Uh, Anytime you think that being a high-tech Bumblebee superhero will help you out in a situation, like, uh, because I got this super awesome backpack or jetpack I can mm-hmm. fly around, I'm going to spend my high-tech Bumblebee, uh, I'm going to activate, yeah. yeah, I'm going to compel, spend, uh, is it, no, it's tag, it's tag, yeah, I'm going to tag this aspect, give me a plus two bonus to this roll as I use that to try to catch that guy. I'm okay, I. we'll get to these. These are pretty broad. You'll be able to yeah. to figure out how okay. to work them in. Yeah. Okay. But so yeah, or basically, when uh, being out of shape would actually be a hindrance to you, or not right, having right. superpowers. Right. Well, you that's can... what I was looking at skills, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what I was thinking. Skills were like, you know, I have a minus one to running far long distances. You know, like something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I mean that's that's definitely yes. something that out of shape yeah, yeah. would be a, a thing, which is why I think you should take out of shape out of your trouble. Okay. Like and being, just leave it as like no, no superpowers. superpowers, and then you can use out of shape as an aspect. Okay. Yes. Where are you guys writing down your aspects? By the way, I just have stunts and extras here on this sheet. Um. Yeah. Add. add. Oh, oh, cool. Where? Uh, do you see you're in? Are you in roll twenty right now, Matthew? Yeah, looking at your character sheet in Roll20, I guess. Yep. Uh, Do you see the bar that says Aspects? Nope. Go over. I see Bio and Info, Character Sheet, Attributes, and Abilities. I click on Hmm. Character Sheet. Okay. Should pull up the full character sheet, right? Yeah, uh, I think. I think it says Fate fate Courses, Aspects. Yeah, Aspects, you write your... The first one is your high concept. The second one is your trouble. And then under that, you have a button that says add. We'll need to add yes. three more. Yeah. Three more. Three more? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And those will be whatever the other aspects we create are. Yes. 
Okay. So, yeah. so do I need to in my... I, maybe I'm jumping ahead. Do I need to put some minus or something for the somewhat out of shape under my aspects or something or not? No. no. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So yeah, we uh, <coughs> got those. Uh, the we got our uh, high concepts and troubles pretty much planned out. I think so. so yep. okay. Yes. So now we're gonna basically explore your characters a bit more. Gonna asking you to basically come up with an early case or adventure that your character has been on and basically just uh, tell a brief situation of what uh, your character did or basically his experience is there. And we're going to try to pull another aspect from that to further define your character. So, like uh, Rodrigo. Mm -hmm. We'll go with you now. Uh, So your character, let me just pull you up here. So you being a former supervillain, right? I think it'd be natural to basically explore your villainous past, right? And kind of define that a bit more. Sure. So yeah, um, I think uh, he started out in a supervillain group mm-hmm. that like came together specifically to take down a superhero. All right. Um. And, uh, yeah, he started out as Disaster Boy and just had, like, kind of, like, um, like, I think there was, like, a central guy, like, a central bad guy that just gave a bunch of random people powers and said, go fight this guy. And, like, um, my character was, like, probably, like, 16 at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, okay, here's your powers. You get, like, I don't know, a little bit of invulnerability and a little bit of super strength. So, whatever, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call myself Disaster Boy. I see. Um, and got his butt handed to him, basically. <laughs> nice. So, uh, what was the uh, nature of this hero that you had been? Did uh, you actually fight him, or did you just run off on your own, causing disaster from there, not really uh, keeping I th- your eyes? Yeah, I think... Um, I think maybe that was what ended up happening. Like, it was probably some kind of also fairly young hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he went in, like, this group, like, goes in and fights him. And, like, my character didn't wear a mask or anything. Like, it was just very clear that I was, like, a 16-year-old boy just kind of, like, windmilling my arms around, <laughs> like, <laughs> kicking cars at him and stuff. Yes. Um, and, uh... He was probably like, why are you even doing this? Like, oh, well, I got these superpowers, and now I'm supposed to fight you. And he's like, well, you don't have to. <laughs> like, you don't have to do what people say. And it's like, I don't have to do what people say. And then, like, went off and, like, kind of became a crappy supervillain on his own. <laughs> not really uh, synthesizing the lesson at the time. That he didn't, also didn't have to be a villain. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, he didn't have to follow this, like, mastermind villain either. I see. <laughs> so... Uh, so what do you think would be a good aspect to pull from that? Would it be, uh, perhaps a, a weird independent streak or not, or, uh, yeah, actually or something like that. the super villain that gave you your powers or that hero who had started to point you on the proper path? Um... Yeah, maybe all of those could work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess. Um. Yeah, like maybe like that was like that was a thing. Is like the the hero is like, yeah, you should do your own thing. You sh- mm-hmm. you don't have to follow other people. Like, yeah, I'm gonna make a name for myself, and that's basically <laughs> it. I'm gonna make a name for myself. Okay, yeah, that's good because that I can see you compelling that when you're wanting to do something, or also or yeah. having that compelled against you yep. when you're basically doing the wrong thing or jumping into the spotlight where it's not the appropriate situation and causing a mess of things. Yep. Yes. I think that's good. All right. So what other aspects then did you add? Did you add other aspects into your sheet then, based on that conversation? Uh, The only one I've added is Disaster Boy, colon. I'm going to make a name for myself. Okay. (laughs) Sounds awesome. All right. So I think Rodrigo's got a good start there. Uh, Rob, you want to go? or? I'm not quite sure. Just yet. Right. You got okay. something, Matthew? I think so. Okay. We're looking for an early adventure, yes? Yes. <laughs> okay. And it's it's roughly the modern age, yes? Yes. Okay, so. The earliest recorded appearance of Jetstar mm-hmm. was in the fall of 1965. He was a he was he was a young eighteen year old kid in a brand new car who put on a mask and tried to join up with with the the prime the, the, the prime super team of Texas. Mm-hmm. They they they're called the Titanic Three. All right. And eventually it went bad because well nobody wanted to be part of the Titanic Four. <laughs> but at that point in time. Jetstar was just a clean-cut young lad who seemed to be doing something, something, something with a thing and maybe having a power. Mm-hmm. Now, this was 50 years ago, <laughs> and 50 years later, he doesn't look all that much older. He looks a lot different, but he doesn't look a whole lot older. So I'm wondering, you know, if, if that that adventure, is that did something happened during that adventure. Something caused him to veer off the straight and narrow, the shiny young lad in the shiny new car who had an idea to fight crime. I see. Something, something went wrong, and that's where the trouble found him mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the fall of 1965. I see. So, Something uh, bad happened. <laughs> you uh, basically tried to get into superheroics before you started running afoul of terrible luck, correct? Yes. Yes, tried to be a, a traditional shiny '60s superhero, using his telekinetic powers to essentially make him and his car invulnerable to damage. Hmm. And that didn't work out so well for him. <laughs> I see. I see. Interesting. So, <laughs> I was trying to think, what can we? Uh... So would uh, basically being a, like a man out of time, you feel, be a good aspect mm-hmm. there? Yeah. I uh, don't know about time. No. What What about, uh, what if this was a curse? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. um, like something like he did mostly the right thing, but mm-hmm. in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And as whoever he defeated or helped or whatever, 
uh, faded off into the distance. He's like, may trouble ever oh, find I was ask, you. How did you get, you, do you have powers? Matthew, does your character have powers? Yes. Did he make a deal Maybe. with some supernatural thing that turned around and bit him on the butt? It's one of those uh, careful what you wish for kind of things. Hmm. Ooh, that's I can see that. Yeah, that's that's got a ring to it. Trying to do the right thing the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think the main thing that's important is that ever since the fall of 1965, there have been whispers and rumors and recurrences and people talking about the man in the red jet star, and that's how he's he's gotten his name. Just that that wandering guy who shows up and bad things happen, and he tries to do something about it, and then he's gone with the wind. Okay, just mm. real. Let me throw this out there. What if he's a yeah. ghost? Yeah, Ooh. that's what I was thinking. Like he's too. a ghost yes. that's tied to the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. a literal ghost. Yeah, yes. it's got a ring to it. Yeah, I uh, so haunted in a, jet in star? That First thing, the bad thing that happened. Say what was like, his death. Yes, and then the aspect could be haunted Jetstar. Mm-hmm. Like the car itself is haunted mm-hmm. by what? your character. By the guy. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Is he like limited into his range of the car? Probably not uh, too much. Yeah, I think uh, basically he he's tied to the car, so right. the well-being of the car isn't necessary for his ah, well-being. There you go. Right. Uh, yeah. But you know, being now a spiritual object, so to speak, it's a totem. Yeah, yeah it's a right, totem. right. And the it's, car probably also has ghostly abilities yes. by virtue of All, like driving and, through a wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just being suddenly. You know, I mean, basically, suddenly appearing when there's trouble. Yeah, kind yes. of stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. So in that in that first uh, that first adventure, he died. Yes. <laughs> we that would make sense, right? Boy. I mean, he he made a deal with somebody. <laughs> Issue yeah. number one: the death of Jetstar. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I'm putting that, that on my issue one. <laughs> issue number one: the death <laughs> yeah, of Jetstar. Just like the top says Jetstar, and then issue number one: the bottom death of Jetstar. <laughs> yes. Saving the character sheet with issue number one: <laughs> the death of Jetstar. I like okay. that. I. Yeah, that's cool. And so, yes. Uh, so basically, you would uh, consider that uh, this particular aspect, uh, mm-hmm. when we're making these, we do need to consider like how these will actually be used in-game. So you're largely considering this just to be the, uh, more or less the aspect that uh, you use to tie in to your ghostly abilities? I would say what? yes. I mean, okay. it. it's... Ooh. Okay. <laughs> See, and, and this is the problem. I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around the whole aspect thing and how mm-hmm. an aspect. Right. So, yes. if I may. Yes. Uh, mostly the way aspects will work is uh, either you or Brian will say, mm-hmm. um, for example, for me, uh, I'm going to make a name for myself. So, if I'm like, if I am like jumping into the fray in front of everybody else and kicking somebody in the face, and I can be like, okay, I do that, and I'm going to make a name for myself, which means my aspect probably helps. So you can be like, okay, I'm going to spend a fate point to get plus two to kicking that guy in the face. Right. So on the other hand, when we are 
trying to sneak into a facility and we see over there there's the bad guy all alone by himself and we should sneak mm-hmm. past them brian can turn to me and say you know this would be a good time to make a name for yourself exactly so then i have to either resist it or like mm-hmm. spending my fate points or right. just go do it and, and he would gain a fate point right which mm. he can then spend later for more bonuses yep interesting so, so yeah. uh with, i mean i think oh go ahead yeah so basically the issue would come down with so now with the death of Je- uh, death uh the death of jetstar uh mm-hmm. how would you uh have that compelled to your character to act in ways that would not be beneficial to him or how would that be beneficial to you to use that so brain cramping <laughs> yeah Cramp. i mean i think i think it maybe has to be a little bit more specific than yeah that. like and i mean i'd say that the you know your uh central aspect of the nomadic ghost of the highway pretty much mm-hmm. would be enough for the ghost type right situations. so um i think it would have to be some sort of like ghostly compulsion like mm-hmm. you maybe you have to figure out what it was that he did mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's something that, like, as a spirit that remains in the world because of that situation, he right. is compelled to help the innocent or punish mm-hmm. the guilty or punish the innocent yes. and help the guilty. Maybe not. <laughs> Probably Men- not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, help yeah, like, innocent. if basically you got your superpowers to join the uh, Titanic 3, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if that was part of a bargain... Mm-hmm. possibly, you know, at the crossroads of a highway that you right. made. Uh, so if there's a dark bargain there, I think that could be a suitable aspect to put there. Deal with it, a crossroads demon? Dark it, bargain. Yeah. A dark bargain. A dark bargain at the yeah. crossroads. Mm-hmm. Dark bargain. Not can be confused with Darth Vader. No. Yes. I'd put at the crossroads because that's such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what initially he thought was going to give him superpowers, mm-hmm. but he ended, it ended up he was dead all along. <laughs> or he didn't it's, quite it's, yet have superpowers until he right. died and came back as a ghost. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe. He, yeah, yeah. He, his, his powers weren't what they thought he were, mm-hmm. or what, what he thought they were. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it's you like, wanted powers. Well, I didn't want to die. Well, you got powers now. Yep. Now you're done. That'll teach you to make a deal with the devil. Now, okay, no, I'm sorry. Looking at these aspects, would the would a good aspect to take be he was dead all along? Because clearly this is not something that he's going to announce to people. He's just kind of going to blow into town. I, I, I thought and, I thought a good aspect would be actually a ghost. Um, <laughs> but but it that's kind of covered by your high concept, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I would think so. It is a good concept that you've already hit upon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like immediately. And then what? whatever happens at the end mm-hmm. so far hasn't gone well. So he always immediately takes to the road at the end. Is that still part of that same thing? The, uh, the nomadic ghost part? Yeah. Yeah. The nomadic, plus your trouble aspect is also. Right. Yeah. So the dark bargain is a, is an aspect. Yes. And I. Is this something where five aspects are what you, what you need, or does it benefit us to have more? It really is. I mean, it's uh, the, the fate point economy is really the mechanic that drives the fate system. 
So you need to have aspects in order to use those and gain those both. So it's good to have those fleshed out. Plus, they just provide depth for your character. Uh, so yeah, it's always good to have them. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think you know, just uh, having something tying to the dark bargain, like uh-huh. uh, like trying to work off the or yeah, trying to make the best of the. Mm-hmm. Despite being a... Yeah, I mean, basically, there's lots of ways to play it, right? Mm -hmm. There is that kind of like, maybe the part of the bargain was, this is going to happen until you manage to do this, right? At Mm -hmm. which point your soul will be set free, or you'll come back to life, or something. Uh, Right. That's one way of playing it. Uh, The other one can be like, this is forever. Like, bef- because I made this bargain, mm-hmm. I am tied to do this. Packed bound to your car. It could right. be that. So. I like... So, yeah, that could be... I like be... the concept of forever. Yeah. Okay. Unless there's an out, and that's why you're always searching and, and roaming around trying to find that out to get out of your bargain. Right. But if, if, if he assumes that it is forever and it's been played as forever, maybe there's no real expectation or hint that there's an out. He's doing good in the hopes that there might be an out. Mm. Sure. Always looking like, for that off-ramp. Right. Nice. Oh. <laughs> oh I'm right. Is that an aspect? That, yeah. So that he can get... On the highway to heaven. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, I, I can see how that could be uh, compelled against you when there's... Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, would that would be like his origin aspect, right? Or uh, or well, do we want to yeah, do another I, one? I think that would work. I think, yeah. would the Dark Bargain be his origin aspect? Yeah, I think, so. yeah, that would work too. The okay. Dark Bargain. And, then, yeah. and now he's, he's searching mm-hmm. for a way to get out of the bargain that he got. He got, he got what he wanted. Mm-hmm. It turns out that you have to be careful what you wish for. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it, like, gives you reason to, you know, like, go looking for various, you know, things that you probably shouldn't be poking your nose into. And I, was yeah. saying, I think always looking for that off-ramp can encapsulate the dark bargain yes. aspect as well. Like, all of that can be in that one thing. I don't want to do that, then I don't have two aspects anymore. We're going to be making <laughs> We're gonna more, more aspects, aspects. Yeah. when we do the crossovers. Yes. I don't want more aspects. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right now, I have them as separate aspects. Okay. And I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of okay with that, because they are linked, but not inextricably, because that dark bargain put him here. He doesn't necessarily have any reason to believe that there is an out, Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of that little spark of 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 something, hope that spark of hope or... that keeps him as a hero, right? Yes, and that's that's the part where he's constantly looking for the off ramps. He's he's mm-hmm. always searching for something. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't know what. Yeah, could be thinking that perhaps there's some sort of redemption if you do enough good, or right. yeah, right. That's good. Searching and thinking. Yes. All right. So, Stephen, you... Meet Don Freeman. Don Freeman. Don Freeman, born and raised in Modern City. As a young lad, totally idolized modern man. Was Mm. so just posters, toys, the comic books, the TV show. Everything was modern man, modern man, modern man. His parents got, got tickets to go see uh, the World Series where Modern Man was supposed to throw out the first pitch. Mm-hmm. Modern oh, Man never oh. showed up. <gasps> Boy was crushed. 
more crushed because Modern Man didn't show up, but also mm-hmm. because no one knew what happened to Modern Man. Mm-hmm. And he vowed as a young child that he would solve the mystery of what happened to Modern Man someday. All right. But as is often the case, he discovered he also had an aptitude for science and technology. And then so as he grew older, he went to, he didn't go to Modern City Tech. No. He went to the university Mm. and worked there and studied there, got his master's degree, got his doctorate in in, uh, um, uh, sonic technologies. Mm. He has this ability to really just kind of see how technology works and puts together and how taking little parts from other pieces can create something new and different um, uh, that can be useful. So he's got a couple of patents, made some money off the patents. I see. Um, 16 years ago, though, mm-hmm. he discovered that he had this technology that was subsonic that essentially allowed him to communicate with the insect world. And he thought, wow, this kind of triggered this idea that I could start now really truly investigating what happened to modern man. Mm-hmm. And um, taking cues from uh, the Kansas City rattlesnake and the Chicago cowpuncher, he decided that he would take an animal aspect as his, uh, <laughs> or an insect <laughs> aspect as his superhero and became Rumblebee. So he developed this thing, the stinger, a little jetpack so he could fly around. Let's face it, this guy was 33 years old mm-hmm. at the time he decided to become a superhero. He's been in the lab most of his life. Mm-hmm. Not in the best of shape. I see. So the first time he shows up in spandex to fight some <laughs> low-level thugs, mm-hmm. he kind of got his butt kicked. I see. <laughs> Over the last 16 years, he's learned some basic, some basic fighting skills. So he can fight. He can get fisticuffs. But really, he relies on his stinger. And mm-hmm. in a pinch, uh, his swarm, which allows him to call in the bees and uh, mm-hmm. and, and bring them out uh, to help him get away. But he's pushing 50. Mm-hmm. So he's not in good shape. He's old. But he has this desire to be this superhero in the vein of the modern man and, and find out what happened to him. And that's mm-hmm. what drives him. Where were you laughing about? Oh, it's because you said uh, the rattlesnake yeah. and the cowpuncher, yeah, yeah. and then you said like take on an <laughs> animal, animal aspect. aspect. It's so like, yeah, it's the Chicago cowpuncher is a guy who dresses like a cow, cow. and punches yes, people. It is. That's, that's what I laugh at. That's literally yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. The, he's a cowpuncher, yeah. not a cowboy. He's yes. not a cowboy. He's no. literally a guy that dresses up as a cow. <laughs> so I don't. That's kind of his. Believe me, that guy, uh-huh. the cowpuncher, is uh, uh, a, a legend. Yeah. He is a legend because uh, he was uh, steal that guy. He he was uh, he was slaughtered in 1985 oh. <laughs> by the by the mob, brutally slaughtered. So that's why people remember his name. Well, don't it was, become well, it was, don't become like the cowpuncher. It was the 80s. That happened to a lot of superheroes in the 80s. It did. So I don't know what mm, does that slaughtered. does that I think what you're supposed to do in I think this? I think what happened to uh what happened yeah, to modern what man happened to modern the man the modern man mystery yeah mystery of the modern man yes what, oh whatever happened to the man of today there you go oh oh that's perfect <laughs> see I told you uh, comic books are like superheroes was the way to go so I've got someone <laughs> gonna be referencing whatever happened and it's gonna to be the man okay. of today as aspects. Yeah, I mean, that's a okay. good aspect. Do I need to also put <laughs> we're, old? We're not going to get in trouble for all our stupid references. Mm. We're still going to get in trouble. No, 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 no. He's do one aspect. Okay. Yes, I think if you're going to do old, just append that to your trouble. Okay. Where is yeah. there some place where you put trouble? 
it's the second. It's the second oh, one. No but... superpowers and old and yeah. older. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's my aspects: high concept, high tech bumblebee, trouble, no superpowers, and he's older. The other aspect, somewhat out of shape, and whatever happened to the man of today? So, um, okay. Your trouble, like yeah, the your trouble out of shape, is in your trouble that. as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, I thought, it doesn't need to oh, be. Okay. And I, I said that before uh, because I didn't remember that. Like uh, aspects have to be a little bit more tightly controlled. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Whatever happened to the man of today? Hmm. Nice. But he's a scientist, and he's made some money, so he can afford to build this tech Let's himself. Say so. Your trouble could trying to figure out a trouble that's, that's not to just like just the actual description. I'm trying to find uh, normal man that's been at this for ages. Okay. Or something. Like, like, <laughs> it's only been at it for 16 years, yeah, but his, for ages, I guess. His trouble is your dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So that's, that's a Rumblebee. That is the Rumblebee. Looks like my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, old man. Yeah. That's what he gets at a lot whenever, whenever he shows up. Hey, old man. Mm-hmm. You ready for a fight? And then he pulls out the stinger and takes him down. Him. And then he stands over him and kind of mocks him yeah. like an old man would. I still think your rocket pack should be called the buzzer. Okay. Tells a lot of horrible dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I love terrible dad jokes. Uh, for that matter, I kind of think that the stunt that you made probably should just uh, rename it Bug Out. Bug Out? Uh, Since it's, you know, about swarming, uh, you know, uh, having your swarm give you the okay. cover to run away. That's good. That's good. I'm not sure I like the, your jetpack name, but. Oh, or something. I think it should be the, the Rumbler. Rumbler. Yeah. The Rumbler? That was the other one I thought of. Yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, okay. So the stinger's just like this electronic yep. stun gun. <laughs> All right. All right. Does that work? I mean, did I yeah. do that right? I, pulling back Is there right or wrong on this? I think not. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about things and work them out, but yeah, that sounds uh, good. So. There's no right or wrong. They're just good and better. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I guess we're on to mine, aren't we? Uh, yeah. I just, I, I'll be honest. I find this rather hard because I like to take several days or weeks to really think about uh, something and really kind of fine tune well, things. Uh, the thing is, um, you kind of will have the opportunity to do that. Yes. And, and Brian's not going to hold you to this no, too no, much. No. Okay. So that's one. And two, um, this game is also designed to add your stats as the game starts mm, and as you okay. start getting a feel for your yeah, character. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about origin stories and names and yep. these kinds of things. I like to noodle them around. Definitely. But, Although mm. there is something cool about just coming up with it on the spot and yeah, to a certain yeah. degree being stuck with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then you can't overthink it like right. you do. Well, that is not necessarily <laughs> like a bad one thing. Does. <laughs> like, yeah. As one does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running this. <laughs> All right. Joseph Hassenpfeffer. Hassenpfeffer, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm going to have so many problems with that name sometimes. Does, does he short his name to Joe Hoff? <laughs> yeah. This, he, 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 they call him Joe Haas. Haas. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That's, that should be your hero name, Haas. 
Um, no, his, his hero name is going to actually be, I, I don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be something as far removed from his own person, his own person and sports as possible, mm-hmm. uh, to keep the secret identity up, uh, because. So wide receiver is probably not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the grandson of Philip Hostenpfeffer, mm-hmm. you know, the star of the nineteen of the seventy five paperclips. Yes. Uh, in his youth, he uh, was good at most sports, but always shined at baseball. His or not mm-hmm. baseball, football. His older brother was following in his grandfather's footsteps until a fateful day when they found themselves in Soggy Town mm-hmm. and got caught between. Uh, the McLeanies and the Delacroix. Mm-hmm. Uh, he managed to save his older brother from getting killed, mm-hmm. but not from getting paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what's driven him since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd say they'd be a teenager. His brother's like a couple years older than him. So mm-hmm. thinking sophomore in high school, his brother was had just gotten his uh, full ride scholarship to Olmec uh, mm-hmm. for baseball. I see. Yeah. This is his older brother. You said? Yeah. Yes. Okay. His older brother. All right. Had just got a full ride, just gotten his full ride. Okay. Uh, they were coming home from getting there, going either coming home or going to school after getting that news. Uh, and they find themselves stuck between the McLeanies and the Delacroix. Is it because uh, they want to control him for gambling reasons? Uh, no, just kind of a chance encounter. Ah, okay. Like, no, uh, no ulterior motive from them other than them, them fighting over territory and whatnot. They just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. He dives to get his brother out of the way of a gunshot, uh, and he manages to save his brother's life, but in the process paralyzes him, mm. thus ending his career and disappointing the family, mm-hmm. uh, especially his grandfather. Mm-hmm. So since then he's been driven by that. He made himself the best athlete he could possibly be, and has made himself the best uh, vigilante's decided he's going to help clean up the streets because these families have caused too many problems. Mm. Uh, so this was as I said sophomore, so eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually managed to at least uh, fulfill his promise about becoming the best athlete he can possibly be mm-hmm. uh, by becoming the star of the cutlasses uh, and somehow managed to stay in the city uh, despite drafting mm-hmm. and I'm going to go driven to be the best or driven by guilt to be the best I think just driven by guilt is a pretty good driven one guilt. that's a good one yeah but so yeah his he's taken on the heroic identity that I have not come up with yet because some of those are hard. What do you? What do you? What does he do? Uh, think a uh, Batman type with less tech. Oh, here we go with Batman. <laughs> Everybody wants to be Batman. So, so, so kind of a a Street Fighter type guy. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Does he have like super abilities? Uh, yeah, is he, he meta? Is, that was my question. Yeah, he is meta human. He is mm-hmm. uh, basically indestructible. Mm-hmm. Uh he doesn't, doesn't no extra strength or any other extra abilities Just, because of this, but you know he's never really been hurt by anything. Yeah, yeah. really 
really tough guy. Yeah. So what's a? Are you the Avenger? <laughs> are you the? What's a revenge? Because that's a, essentially what you're doing, right? Trying to get revenge for what happened to your brother. Uh, uh, yeah. Gangbuster. <laughs> yeah. nice. That's kind of his entire backstory, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, if he's if he's driven by guilt, I mean, you could you could play something with that. I mean, you be the atoner or something in that. I hate that, but in that sort of realm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if, if if you're looking for something that just kind of describes what he does, if he's like you know. A, a tough guy who punches things really hard. Mm-hmm. They go with like brass or something, you know, just descriptive of being a big, thick mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, there's, there's, you, there's, there's lots of ways. Weapons? Do you use any yeah, weapons for fighting? Do you use brass knuckles when you fight? Maybe that's where you come from, the brass or something. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of ways to do it. If he comes yeah. out at, like, if he mostly comes oh, yeah, out at, comes night, at night, yeah, you know, you've got the... stuff like the Midnighter, which is yeah. an actual guy that already yeah. exists, right, but, right, you know, right. that sort of thing. Yeah. The sun. Sundowner, which yep. is probably not good. Just Sundown, actually, is better. Sundowner sounds as uh, uh, unfortunate implications. Yeah. I was trying to think. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But you did you pick up your 90s. name? You haven't picked it. I haven't picked yet. up my hero name. Okay, uh, okay Rob, Rob, go full 90s. Now stay with me on this. Well, so First he would have only Ch- been a hero eight Blood years Force. ago. Last <laughs> name, Blood Force. Your name is <laughs> Death Strike Blood Force. The... No. Blood Strike no. Death Force. <laughs> Oh, strike uh, force, death blood, blunt force. Blunt. I, I was thinking blunt force or brute force because uh-huh. brute blunt force I know, trauma. I know, we're, I know we're trying to get away from the football thing, but you can just be the concussioner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the blunt force trauma. The concussor. Yeah. yeah, the concussor. Yeah, or just. But, but I mean, so who? I mean, um, brute. Do you fight like? Oh, I kind of like street. Brute. Are you more after like street crime, the the mob people, or are you yeah. after for like mad scientists or alien invasion kind of guy, or what are you? Uh, more of the street, uh, the thugs, the street thugs, and so that would cleaning up. That would work games. around his out of town schedule. Oh yeah, are absolutely. You, or, or maybe, oh coach, I sprained my ankle this week. I can't go sure. to the game. I mean, that's that's the drama, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. you know. How about how about the enforcer? Hmm. Uh-huh. Or an enforcer. I kind of like yes, an enforcer, a n n e enforcer, <laughs> or just enforcer, an enforcer. Right. Yes, uh, <laughs> the like, purple pugilist, <laughs> <laughs> purple pugilist, Brian, pugilist, backfit. Uh, I, I like I like one force. I, that's crunch wrap supreme. <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 wait! I've got it! I've got it! Oh, oh now I got Slab the hiccups. Squat thrust. <laughs> what about the zebra? <laughs> the As zebra. a reference to the referees, I gotta get some water. Your game. Wait, I like one force. Wait. Rob, so, you said you liked brute, right? Yes. Okay, stay with me on this. This is kind of old school. You're working for, you're driven by guilt because of your brother. Brother Brute. Brother Brother Brute? Brute. Hmm. Brother Brute. You go out on the streets, right, and you punch Mm -hmm. things really hard. For your bro. For your bro. Mm -hmm. See, I was kind of thinking like blackout or knockout, but I really wasn't liking that. Knockabout? 
KO. <laughs> Roustabout. Yeah. Roustabout is good. What are they what did they call the guys who So your uh, brother's still alive? Yes. Are you your brother's keeper? Uh no, he's perfectly functional, like uh paralyzed from middle of the back down. Okay. And so he's functional, he's able to do everything. Wheel it around with, and all that yeah. stuff. Okay. Just you know, his life went from being the next huge star of baseball to uh a random schmuck in a wheelchair. I know. I know what your name should be. Free agent. There you go. Mm. Oh my god, I I like that one, but I like it doesn't go with. Them. Yeah, I want to keep it away. Like everything needs to stay away from sure. the anyone even remotely connecting that he is the star of yeah. the. Because like, I mean, he's going. He to- was drafted, so he wouldn't be a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> and then that yeah, way, come on, man. And, and then, why would a football player here, no. be fighting crime down in yeah, the exactly. town? And here's the thing: he didn't pick the name. He went in and beat up some thugs, and they were like, "Are you with the Delacrosse or with the what are the other guys? Uh, the McLeanies, the, the McLeanies." And he's and he just turned to them and said, "I'm, I'm a, free a free agent." agent. Right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. More like he's standing over them, and you see yeah. the big kind of Rob Liefeld hooking out, yeah. yes. looking down at them, no ankles, kind of thing. <laughs> Way yep. too many teeth. We're in like pouches. A tux- <laughs> a pouches a vest. He had yeah, a pouches. phase where he had pouches, and his fist wrapped in in like uh, athletic yeah, tape. broken broken bandages. Yeah, broken yeah. athletic tape. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, think about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. So we don't, wait, we wait, also wait, don't wait. have to come up with your name yet. True. Yes. Blast hard cheese. <laughs> Crunch McButtstain. Yes. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> I, you know, not knowing which way we were going with this, I actually was thinking earlier today. I was like, if we're doing fantasy, I'm just going to go as Bob the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, I see. yeah, so going with uh, or uh, so what's your driven, by guilt? driven by driven by, by guilt. guilt? Okay, cool. Okay, driven by guilt. The atoner to be named later. Okay. Well, it sounds like everyone's got a third aspect now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Brian, we've kind of, you said one of the next things we have to do is like some crossover thing. Yes. Yeah. All the right. next thing that we'll do. Well, okay. Then why don't we do that next week where we do some, some team up episodes? Sounds good. Crossover episodes. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast with a friend. We hope you are getting into it as much as we are. I would be really, really interested for those of you that have played Fate, to go over to the Major Spoilers website into the podcast posting page for this episode. You can find a link in your show notes. And um, share one of your favorite characters that you've ever created in, in a Fate system. Um, you know, you can do your own origin story there. I'd love to read them, as I'm sure all the other listeners who uh, are going to go over there and head uh, uh, check it out. But specifically, if you've created a character in Fate, and it's your, one of your favorite characters, uh, please share that over the podcast posting page this week at Majorspoilers.com. And until next time, here's hoping, what is it, Brian? Here's hoping that it's a double All- fudge plus or whatever. <laughs> All your dice rolls come up pluses. There you go. I want a double fudge plus. visit frogpants.com audio program so good it's like you're there this podcast is copyright 2015 by major spoilers entertainment llc
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.